0: This is The Ron Show on America One Radio. And suddenly, all eyes are again on Atlanta, Georgia, and civil rights, environmental rights, the cop city clash that's been going on for many months, actually, came to a head with the loss of life. Uh, Last week, an officer shot as well. Dr. Jackie Uckles is our guest today. Jackie has been working uh, in part with the South River Watershed Alliance that she is board president of to bring awareness to the environmental impact in that part of Metro Atlanta. I want to ask you a question, and I want to try and be uh, sensitive to how I frame this, uh, not being a person of color. Um, It doesn't come to the mind, at least from an outside perspective, that environmental justice is as high a priority politically within the uh, African American community. When you when you think of political movements, you don't think environmental justice. And I'm curious uh, for some input from you why you think that is, or it, am I completely reading it wrong?
1: No, no, no. You aren't reading it. You aren't reading it wrong. You know. Um, you know. But but communities that are subjected to well, we'll, we'll just say. You know, black and brown communities um, uh, and people, communities of people of color uh, generally are subjected to significant environmental um, impacts. Right. Uh, And that's been shown over the decades. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody would argue that point or could reasonably argue that point, Um, you know, from the standpoint of. of injustices re- uh, related to you know pollution, to air quality, to quality of life, uh, and and now you know with the, the whole notion of climate change.
0: Yeah, I was going to say heat.
1: Uh, right, the heat island effect and those impacts, and and you know poor communities, moderate income black communities particularly, you know have just struggled to be. Considered, you know, on an equal footing with with communities of more means that can fight off those projects that that harm their community. It's just the fact.
0: Yeah, it's the NIMBY effect, the not in my backyard, the NIMBY effect, right. where uh, the the lower the lower the property value, the more likely a public good or a public service will be placed in an area and folks will be displaced because again the property value is the lowest and of right. course that disproportionately affects uh people of color because people of color in this country have been disproportionately malaffected by economic injustice it just it just kind of all cascades right back to you know the what's in this nation's DNA which is a long and storied history of race and racism
1: race yes yeah true
0: <laughs> from uh the standpoint of being an environmental activist and seeing so much activism now taking place that it's gaining headlines. The, the violence last week, the loss of life, the violence last Saturday in downtown Atlanta, I I have to imagine just, and I I barely know you, I I barely know much about you, but I have to get a sense that this isn't your brand of activism, but I want to ask you, uh, there's a lot more attention now to the Stop Cop City movement and to the South River Watershed uh, Alliance and environmental pollution in this area. I mean, it's unfortunate someone lost their life, but are you seeing more attention now to this than ever before? I feel like there is.
1: Yes, it is. I mean, the, you know, last week was tough. Yeah. You know, it was sad. Uh, I just, uh, I sat kind of motionless for hours, you know, uh, for two or three days, just kind of trying mm. to wrap my head around uh, how do we get to this point? <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: And as I said in our press release, you know, my heart goes out to everyone that was impacted, you know, particularly the young man that was killed, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, and so the occupants of the forest and, and well, yeah, there's just been a lot more uh, public attention that's been focused on this issue from the standpoint of the on-site protests,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, at uh, at the at the prison farm, there's no doubt about that,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and those protests uh, definitely, you know, kept this issue in the media, and you know, has focused national, you know, attention, national attention on it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How how much how much coordination, or is there any coordination whatsoever with? Your environmental activism and the the defend the forest folks, uh, how much is there much communication at all? Are you just uh, uh, sympathetic to their plight, and they're sympathetic to yours, or what?
1: Yeah, you know, well, you know, I, I think we are. Uh, they they have a they have a, a different way of getting uh, uh, to the same goal, right? And that's you know, and that's always been uh, I think you know um, the presence in the forest and you know their 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 idea of, of protecting it and you know and the actions that uh, that, that follow. Mm-hmm. Um, South River Watershed Alliance you know has pursued it from um, you know uh, a regulatory Clean Water Act environmental justice. Mm-hmm. Um, standpoint um, from pretty much well the beginning, right. and, um, and and as I said, you know the our, our goals our our actions to achieve the goal may have been different, but I think the goals are you know are are the same. That mm. particular piece of green space is is vital to uh, the health of the um, community. Uh, it's vital to um, the health of the community at large, and particularly the people who live there, mm-hmm. when you look at the um, uh, impact of tree loss in the city of Atlanta, uh, which is horrific, um, and you look at the benefits of that much contiguous green space, right. uh, it can't be um, it can't be replaced, and so you know, whereas so, And that's where we are from that standpoint mm-hmm. uh, of, of uh, environmental justice, uh, of just protecting. And as I said, I think everybody that's involved with this has been pursuing that goal of protecting that green space because of the value that it brings to the community, is to the city as a whole, to quality you know, of life, to the welfare of the um of the um, of the river, um, they're all intertwined uh, there mm-hmm. uh, together.
0: Yeah, there there seems to be uh, the environmental argument. There seems to be the social justice the uh, yeah the social justice argument uh, the the economic argument as well. I I sit back and having really only in the last couple weeks totally dived into this stop cop city movement. Do I? F- firmly believe i have an understanding of what's going on here. The the one question that remains for me and maybe it remains for you as well, how did a uh, majority minority city that is a mostly liberal led city arrive at this point? Do you have that question as well?
1: Uh i've had that question yeah for as long as it's been going on. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, and i'm re- i'm really glad that you that you brought that up because that's a critical that's a critical issue. Mm. Uh, you know, how did we get there? Here, this would you would think would be the least uh, likely uh, city to right. be experiencing this kind of turmoil over this kind of issue. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, you are absolutely right. And and I wish I had an answer for that question. I wish that the mayor and the council would. Answer that question for the public, mm-hmm. um, but they but they haven't. You know, they have skirted the issue even from the beginning. That should have been enough. Mm-hmm. Um, back when they voted, you know, they had the uh, the public comment periods where seventy percent of the community, the folks that participated in the public comment sessions, said no. I mean, you would think that would have been enough to cause pause right. uh, and in terms of what they were trying to do, but uh, it it wasn't it was treated as this perfunctory kind of comment period that that they had to uh, had to do and but um, but give did. yeah,
0: but give no weight to right,
1: yeah, and admit nothing, you know and so I mean you're right. Uh, you know I, um, I I tell folks I am of the the age uh, where, um, you know you know you look at the Voting Rights Act, you look at the the Civil Rights Act, and um, and what they've meant you know uh, over the years, uh, particularly the Voting Rights Act, when you know people of color, uh, particularly black people. Uh, were given the right to vote pretty much uh, to have a say in, in government and, um, and, and people that they elect. I mean, that was the big issue mm-hmm. uh, in terms of our, how I, I look at it. Now, you know, the only way that we can really be heard is to have an opportunity to vote for folks who look like us, mm-hmm. who have lived that life, mm-hmm. um, they surely will have more sensitivity to that um, and and live in the communities. I mean, we, you know, we we all, you know, have ex- our experiences have pretty much been the same
2: mm-hmm.
1: and how um, the, the city of Atlanta can stray that far away from, you know, I, I honestly, I would say, I think their obligation, I mean, I really do think that that Atlanta, the, the, the leadership of this city, has a an obligation to do better by um, the, the black you know, population in this city. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't think it's wrong to have that expectation. Um, because, you know, after all, you you know, as, as the song go, we are one you know we are one in this i mean we we all kind of have had the same experiences and for this to play out as as you as you mentioned um, as it has um, in this community with the impacts the the his the, the, the current impacts and the historical impacts i i it's it, it's been all it's been unbelievable actually it's been absolutely um, unbelievable uh, because the police training facility, there are many other options for that. Okay. This may be where the police foundation wants it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they want to be scattered over, uh, you know, 140, 171 acres of, 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 of green space and uh, in, in a community that's not theirs, you know, in in terms of who's supporting this, Mm -hmm. who's providing the financial backing for this. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of the best of both worlds and, you know, but, but then I think that's where, you know, uh, the, the mayor and the council, you know, steps in and say, you know, we support you, we want to help you. And we're going to help you find somewhere else because this is just not the place.
0: And to that end, I, I keep thinking, like, in my lifetime, we've had so many, uh, what they call BRACs, base relocations and closures, uh, you know, in the last 30 years, that I, I just, I, I wonder, like, why why are we not looking at something like that? Why are we not looking at uh, shuttered military bases or something like, if if they feel the need to have a facility like that, why does the city of Atlanta need it? And why can't this be something done regionally at a military base that several law enforcement agencies can utilize
1: Oh yeah, I mean, uh, I mean these these have been the suggestions, right? right? Right. So you so you aren't bringing up anything that what hasn't been suggested over the past you know year you know over a year now. Mm. Uh, you know you don't need the concentration. You know of all of this in one place in one community. It's mm. not fair. Um, and there are plenty of decentralized. You know why not a, a, a adopt a decentralized approach to this yeah get you know have your training facility but decentralize it throughout uh, the area so that you don't have these massive impacts on an environmental justice community any community for that stance from for that matter Mm -hmm. Uh, because nobody would want this in their backyard nobody Uh, not the police foundation members not not the 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 Atlanta Central Progress had voted for this and raised all the money. And it wouldn't happen anywhere other than where it's happening. I don't believe anywhere this would have this would have uh, been would be, uh, you know, would have been a part of the conversation anywhere else in Atlanta, other than the community that has borne the the brunt of, of of the injustice. You know, for um, for decades. And like you said, there are many other scenarios to achieve the same goal. And why not pursue one of those and um, and um, protect the community? Because there are plenty of law enforcement, plenty of municipalities that train their law enforcement officers here. Mm. And they all do it successfully, and they all, you know, uh, so we can't say there's a state police, you know, uh, training facilities. There's just plenty of opportunities without just going into the list. And why not consider those? You get the same result without the impact on the community. You know, your goal is is met, and your your goal should be uh, training, as you said, as they have indicated, training for law enforcement and the fire
0: department. All right. We have one more segment, just a little bit more time with Dr. Jacqueline Eccles, Jackie Eccles with the South River Watershed Alliance. We're talking cop city and the environmental
2: impact in Southeast DeKalb. More on show on America one radio next.